Welcome to the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. This is the source for all things high adventure for scouts, scouters, and anyone else interested in promoting high adventure trips for our youth. You can find all kinds of great high adventure options for your scouts at highadventurescouting.com. We are constantly updating the list of cool trips, and we want your input on your best trip. Hi, this is Rob from High Adventure Scouting Podcast. This recording didn't make it to the air for some reason. I'm really not sure why, but I found it in my files and we have it here for you today. There were some issues with the recording and the audio, and not all of the conversation came through. But there's enough of the conversation to make it a good podcast. So enjoy. Welcome, High Adventure Enthusiasts. We're excited, as always, to highlight High Adventure on this edition of the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Today, we are joined by Cliff Langley, owner and operator of Swiftwater Adventures, located in Carleton, Minnesota, just south of Duluth. Swiftwater is not a BSA High Adventure base like we're used to interviewing, but many scout groups will visit their location, which is really why we wanted to hear about their program offerings. And Cliff, thanks for joining us today on the High Adventure Scouting Podcast. Hey, thanks. I'm uh, excited to be here and uh, share the stoke for what we do. Cool. All right. Now, you know, the purpose of this podcast is to give listeners a little more information about the adventures you offer. And if you could just give, just start out with an overview of what you guys do and how you do it. And and we'll just kind of go from there. Cool. Well, Swiftwater Adventures is a guide owned and operated whitewater rafting and kayaking adventure company. Uh, our primary thing, our bread and butter, is whitewater rafting on the St. Louis River, which is the largest U.S. tributary to Lake Superior. Uh, you know, typically it's class two to three rapids, and we run about two, two and a half hour trips on two different sections of the St. Louis River. And then we also do uh, whitewater kayaking lessons and trips. And for the scouts, additionally to that, we do the whitewater and kayaking badges as well. So we try to, you know, kind of mix it up. We can offer all sorts of different paddling adventures for those looking to get on the water and get wet. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, now, are there any uh, heavier rapids than uh, uh, two to three? Does it go up any further than, from there well, on the uh, St. Louis? Yeah, it depends on the, the time of year. Like typically high water mm-hmm. is May and June, and we have class three plus to four minus on the upper section, which is, you know, pretty good sized waves anywhere from, you know, three, four foot waves to sometimes eight to 12 foot waves. And then we also run the lower section, which is a little bit more technical when the when the lower uh, section is in, it goes through a canyon, and uh, and um, through there, you know, in high water, it's just too dangerous to go through that canyon. So once the once the river the river levels drop, we run the lower canyon, which is class three and four, and uh, it's more technical, like drops, three, four foot, five foot drops, dodging boulders and stuff. So um, you know, depending on the water levels, we give the best adventure possible. That's awesome. Now, now do you have a favorite option uh, that uh, you like to run? You know, I like I like the upper section uh, a lot in May and June when it's high water, uh, especially June when we get the June rains. It's a lot warmer than um, early May when it's still kind of cold from the, from the spring runoff. And uh, I like those big waves. I just like, you know, I'm usually in a kayak. I'm out there trip leading. And so we have rafts out there. I'm in a kayak. It's like the safety kayak or trip leader. And there's something about riding up in a big wave and just having it crash across you to really, like, make you feel alive. So um, I, like, I like the big water. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We all know the major high adventure bases around the country, and they offer some awesome programs. Have you been searching for a cool alternative 
from your typical high adventure trip? As a scout leader, I want to give our scouts some great alternatives. You need to check out highadventurescouting.com. You'll find information on over 30 different council high adventure bases in 24 states. Maybe you're looking for a do-it-yourself option and need some ideas. Maybe you've taken a great trip and you want to share your good fortune with your fellow scouts and scouters. Just send us the details and we'll publish your trip. Whatever your interest, highadventurescouting.com is the one-stop shop for all things high adventure. That's highadventurescouting.com. Now, what, uh, what's the maximum minimum? Is there a minimum maximum size for groups coming up and, and participating in your, your adventures? No, just as long as a group can fill a raft. So as long as they have five or six people. And we've taken groups as big as uh, 85 people before. So, um, yeah, as long as we have enough heads up, we can accommodate the larger the small. All right. Now, is there an age limit uh, for uh, for any of the, you know, the kayaking or the the, uh, uh, the whitewater adventures or anything like that? Yeah, for the whitewater adventures, it's ages 10 and up. And then for the kayaking, ages 12 and up. That encompasses and encompasses most scout groups. Most yeah. most of them are taking, uh, you know, eleven year olds. That's kind of the, the minimum for most most scout groups. So, uh, so that that kind of encompasses everybody. So that's good. Um, now, is there a, a busier season than uh, obviously summer? I'm guessing, but uh, do you guys uh, sell out during the season, uh, or is it uh, you know how off how far in advance do you need to make? Uh, uh, arrangements, uh, things like that. What? Uh, yeah, I would say our busy season, things really get cooking the third weekend of June and then pretty much till um, Labor Day weekend, it's pretty busy, especially Saturdays. Those trips fill up, you know. So we try to tell scouts, if they, let's say they want to plan a trip as well, if they want to do something for sure, especially for a bigger group, you know, give us, you know, at least a week heads up so we can make sure we got room for you. And a lot of times, too, a lot of scout groups are coming with us on, like, Friday afternoons or Sunday mornings when it's not quite as busy as a Saturday. But if we have mm-hmm. enough heads up, we can accommodate most groups uh, at any time. Now, if they came during the week, um, it sounds like it'd be a little bit a little bit easier to get in and, and uh, uh, have a little bit more uh, opportunity. Is that? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely. I mean, we, we run trips seven days a week, you know, twice a day most of the time in June, July, and August. Um, it's just typically there's more people that want to go on Saturdays. And uh, right. so we, we do our best to accommodate the large groups on Saturdays. And I, I like the weekdays too because, you know, the trip size is a little bit smaller. But even really big trips when we have, let's say, you know, 70 people that want to go, we split them into smaller trips so that we, you know, smaller trip sizes, even though it's 80 people going on the river, we'll split those into micro trips within that so people can still have uh, an intimate experience and not feel crowded and get to enjoy the river and everything that's out there. Awesome. Awesome. Um, now, obviously you provide all the equipment, so you just kind of show up and, and go. Uh, is there any uh, skills uh, that scout and scout groups and, and other groups like that would need prior to coming? Uh, or, or are there skills that would be good to, good to have before they get there? Um, well, overall, no experience is necessary. As long as you show up with, uh, you know, the right attitude, you know, that you're willing to put in some effort, you'll have a good time. And we provide all the instruction, the guide, uh, everything. So you show up with your sense of adventure. We give you, we give you the gear and the directions. And, you know, in that raft, you listen to the guide and we get you down the river safely. So really, nothing's necessary, you know, showing up ahead of time other than just making, just making sure you're there and you can physically paddle. Right, right. Um, 
are are there any groups that decide to uh, do more than you know one of the you know two two and a half hour trips? Uh, or is there availability or or in that area to do two different you know two different types of trips over two days, or is it just basically a one day thing? Well, but some other stuff we offer just because the the length of the river is about five miles, so it's typically a two two and a half hour trip. But those that are in the area looking to do other things, um, sometimes we stack on the um, whitewater kayaking on top of that for the whitewater and the kayaking badges. And then we mm-hmm. also do on the Thompson Reservoir, we have uh, sit-on-top kayaks, canoes, and stand-up paddleboards. And that the Thompson Reservoir, where the river spills into, is, is sort of a miniature boundary water. It's a 500-acre man-made you know, reservoir. And there's rocky islands, tall pines, and other small river spills into it. So you kind of get that micro boundary waters experience where you can paddle along and, you know, see, you know, Canadian shield type rock, you know, and tall pines and eagles flying around. It's, it's a pretty cool experience. So, you know, we try to give people a few different options besides rafting if they're looking for more. Well, that's great. Now, you mentioned that uh, some scout groups will go to uh, Jacobs State Park. Uh, are there other places that, uh, you know, let's say a troop wanted to, um, you know, take a, uh, you know, somewhat a destination and going up for, you know, five days. What are some other things in the area that you would recommend? Uh, to oh man, up that direction. Yeah, lots of good stuff. I would say besides rafting with us, um, you know, at least hiking around Jay Cook State Park. There's some beautiful topography, like a lot of high bluffs above the river, and then you're right there, 15 minutes away from Duluth, Minnesota, which is uh, kind of the gateway to the North Shore of Lake Superior, uh, which is just beautiful scenery and every every you know 10 20 miles is a state park on the on the north shore and lots of beautiful cascading rivers that spill into the lake so uh, you really can't go wrong i'd say besides jay cook state park my other favorite park is tedaguch state park about an hour north of duluth and uh that's where there's 200 foot cliffs that overlook lake superior uh the baptism river flows through that park and has a 70 foot waterfall the highest within the state of minnesota and the sawtooth mountains just gorgeous scenery and then, of course, further north from there is Ely, Minnesota, and the gateway to the Boundary Waters. So if you have a few days to explore northeast Minnesota, you're going to get some awesome paddling, hiking, mountain biking, and great views of Lake Superior. Well, that's awesome. Well, I, I mentioned before we started uh, uh, recording on this uh, that you know we uh, I, I took a group up uh, Boundary Waters this summer, and it's, it was just perfect weather. It was it was great. Uh, we we didn't have any rain, so. <laughs> Which was odd for that area, but uh, but it was just perfect. Mosquitoes weren't bad. Everybody worries about the mosquitoes. We didn't have any real issues with that. So uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm prepared to say there's no issues with mosquitoes in Minnesota. But uh, yeah, you know, it, it but, depends. Uh, you know, we didn't have a problem. So yeah, how dry it's been. What time of what time of the summer that you hit the boundary waters? Usually August. They're a little bit more chill than they are in June. You know, when it's kind of wetter time of year um but you know there's always some bugs around deer flies horse flies you know bunny black flies mosquitoes that's just kind of just the nature of the beast but you know especially when you're out in the water canoeing around that's it's usually a good reprieve from the bugs exactly exactly so well i what uh, what kind of things did we leave out i mean uh, what kind of things that uh, are kind of interesting or different interesting facts that that i didn't even know about about your uh uh, your adventure options um well like overall as far as like i think you kind of asked a l- little bit uh, earlier about like what it costs for scouts um we we run a special rate for boy scout groups uh scout oh, yeah. groups in america uh 30 
Cliff, I, I appreciate you joining me today and kind of telling a little bit about more about uh, uh, Swiftwater Adventures. And I think uh, I think we've got a pretty good uh, pretty good idea of what you guys do. So I appreciate you uh, you uh, being with us today. Well, I want to thank uh, Cliff Langley, owner and operator of Swiftwater Adventures, for joining us today. You can get more information on their programs at www.swiftwatermn.com. That's swiftwatermn.com. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to tell your friends about this podcast. You can find us online at highadventurescouting.com, on Facebook or Instagram. If you have any questions or ideas for future podcasts, just email us at info at highadventurescouting.com. This podcast and website are independent and not affiliated with any youth organization. Happy High Adventure! This has been a production of High Adventure Resources.